Hello, my friends, and welcome to another episode of Living on the Edge of Chaos podcast. My name is Aaron Maurer, and this is a podcast dedicated to pushing the boundaries of this thing that we call life with intentional focus on balance, education, technology, and other concepts I believe will help us find some pathways as we push our comfort zones to the edges out in the brink of chaos. And my goal with this podcast and all future episodes is to bring to light ideas, questions, people, and books that are going to spark new ideas for positive change and growth within ourselves. Woke up at six o'clock in the morning, chilling with coffee mugs, me and coffee chugs, talking education all across the nation, pushing boundaries, thinking innovation. Aaron Mauer, outside the box thinker, here to teach each and every teacher how to tinker. Living on the edge of chaos, born insane. Listening to coffee chugs like caffeine for the boring. One of the top teachers in Iowa, word is born. Here to show the world that there's more here than corn. Chaos. All right, so let's get right into this episode. In the previous episode, or a couple episodes ago, episode 109, I did an end-of-the-year recap for 2019, which my word for 2019 was essential. And I broke the word essential down into four categories, or themes, and these were the buckets or the themes that I tried to adhere to the word essential throughout the year. Um, And what I found was that that was extremely helpful and very successful and I feel like I really really navigated those themes and that word the best of any of the words I've done in the last several years and so you can go back and check all that out I review apps and books and everything else that go along with it and how I rated myself in those categories with the scoring system Um, but today I want to share my word for 2020 along with the plan for how I plan to achieve and learn and stay focused with this word. Being that I had success last year, I want to make sure that I have success this year. And so it's it's my hopes that, that sharing my word and my theme and then documenting the journey throughout the year um, will help you realize as well as myself that I'm not, I know I'm not going to get it all done. But that doesn't mean that I quit. It doesn't mean that I um, am not good enough. Um, and I think that it's important for me this year that I continue to be transparent. It may be more transparent than I have been in, in years past, even though I feel like I've, I've been pretty open in sharing the ups and downs of things. Um, but I I think that, like all of us, we, know we have many more failures and successes, but that doesn't mean that life is bad, doesn't mean that, that what we're doing um, isn't working. But we know that, that through all the things, we can use them as opportunities to learn and to grow and to push our boundaries to that next level. So I'm not here to say that uh, I do cartwheels with each failure or setback, but I do try to work through it to make it better. And so part of this ongoing thing, we have the the coffee and chapters with coffee chug talking about books each month here on the podcast i'm still gonna be bringing in guests but i'm also going to be weaving in uh, my journey of of life and and in particular with the word that i've chosen and the themes for 2020 so before we get into all that content uh, i want to make sure that uh, we kind of paint the picture and i want to that 
to, to remind you that as you're listening to this, I would love to hear what your word are, what your theme is, what your resolutions are, whatever kind of system um, or goal. Everybody has different philosophies on, on how they approach life. I would love to hear from it. So so leave a comment. Send me your questions. Share with me your tips and ideas and things that you use to be successful. And we can show that and share that on, on, on the upcoming episodes because the more that we can do that, the better we're going to be. So all you got to do is just head to coffeeforthebrain.com backslash this will be episode 112. Now, let's get into my word for 2020. Um, as some of you have been following along on Facebook, I was asking for feedback and ideas. I had I had three words that I was I was looking at, um, and through that, um, I had equal ties with two words, and I actually chose the word that had the least amount of votes. But I think it's because it, it didn't make a whole lot of sense to people. Um, and so I, I want to share this. And so I have decided to choose the word, it's really a phrase, it's two words, um, rock tumbler for 2020. And the way and the reason I chose this is I'm, I'm rereading Atomic Habits by James Clear. There's a part right at the very beginning um, where there's a, a small little phrase that really has gravitated to me when I read this book a couple years ago. And now coming back and reading it again, talking about the aggregation of marginal gains. And I couldn't help but think of a rock tumbler when I read that. And I'm, I'm trying to do something with much much, much more focus and intention this year. See, I've struggled in the past of trying to constantly compare myself now to who I was. Um, I'm, I'm in a different stage of my life. Uh, you know, I have, I have three children in high school, middle school, and elementary. Uh, things are just different. I'm in a different job. I'm in a different stage of my life and just all these things. And in the last three, four, five years, I have really struggled with some things. Um, and I think it's really because I have constantly tried to compare myself to where I was 10, 15, 20 years ago back when I was super fit and competing in triathlons and races and events and, and, and doing rather well um, and, and just a different stage of life. And so I need to get back to this idea of aggregation of marginal gains, understanding where I am now and how to incrementally get better and not try to think it's magically going to happen overnight. And these are all things that we know, right? These are all things we know, but yet I still struggle with them where it's like, I, this 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 rub where I I have the knowledge, I know that that's not realistic to magically change overnight. But yet I beat myself up when it doesn't happen. Um, and so working through that, and so I, I think about the quote Henry David Thoreau when he says, "The price of anything is the amount of life you exchange for it." And that's really going to permeate throughout all of this this year, um, especially with this rock tumber of marginal gains. Is you know every time I buy something, I'm 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 exchanging life for it. Whether I go to buy it and unwrap it and build it and use it or let it sit or stress when I'm cleaning up, you know, the same thing when I'm exercising or reading books or meditating or whatever it might be, um, that really, really has stuck with me. You know, and, and to kind of think this full circle here with this rock tumbler, um, you know, they say the only constant in life is change. We've heard that a million times, been, and, and they're right. So I'm treating my, myself, um, the things that I'm, that I'm striving for, um, and me individually as a rock and a rock tumbler. And just that, that constant agitation. It's kind of what Steve Jobs says. There's that famous YouTube interview clip of, of Steve Jobs talking about a, about a rock tumbler, that to be a successful team, you need friction and you need agitation. 
And I think that's really what I'm, I'm going to try to strive for, not to create agitation or friction with, with other people necessarily, but in my life. How am I constantly just kind of pushing those boundaries of comfort um, to get better so I become this kind of, not this, this raw rock, so to speak, but moving myself into a more polished, better looking version, whether that's, you know, emotionally, um, spiritually, uh, physically, mentally, all those different types of things. And so as I think about this, um, you know, I want to be in control of change. At least I want to be in, in charge of the conditions, understanding that um, I'll never know what's going to happen or what I'm going to find. And I know that I actually can't be in control of change, but I can be in control of the decisions that are going to lead me to changes that I hope will, will prove to be a benefit, if that makes sense there. So I, I keep coming back to this, once again, this idea of this rock tone, you know, um, as a recording of this, I'm a year away from turning 40, you know, also known as the age of the, of the midlife crisis. And, and to be honest, I still feel like I'm unpolished. Like, I still try to figure out, like, what is my purpose? What am I doing? Why am I doing all that I'm doing? You know, I'm that rock that is dusty um, and kind of boring to look at. Um, and I know that there's something more inside of me, and I haven't quite figured out what that is. Um, and so the key here is I don't want to reach out for one more thing to do uh, because one more thing on our plate is not successful. We know that's not a recipe for success. It's a recipe for disaster. Um, it's not one more thing to buy in terms of I don't need new tools or apps or, you know, things like that. Um, I'm trying to understand myself that all I need um, really is inside of me and with my loved ones and, and family and friends. Like, that's why my original word that I was going to push, and I decided against it, but I was dead set on this word for a good solid six weeks, was the word content. Um, because I feel like everything, I keep looking outside of myself to find answers, and I think that's where the, the struggle's been. I need to start to look inside when I was like, I just need to be content with what I have, right? Like, be content. And I was going to use that word to showcase that I have what I need. Um, you know, and that with changes I want to make in my life, I don't want them to be one more thing. They need to be in replace of or an improvement of, not in addition to. Um, but then I, I decided to go against that word for two reasons. Um, one, it just feels like if I say the word content, um, clearly I'm not content with things because I, I want to make these marginal gains. And second, if you didn't hear me verbally say that, I could see a lot of people misreading it thinking content because I do push a lot of content on social media, my blog, my website, and that's not really a goal for me either. So I've decided to stick with Rock Tumblr. And it was interesting because as I was prepping for this show, um, you know, and I've been decluttering and trying to go to a very minimalist lifestyle, and I still got a long way to go with that, I came across my, my rock collection from when I was a kid, and I couldn't help but think about my, my Grandpa Zona. He used to live in Arizona, and so we called him Grandpa Zona, and when we used to go out there and visit in the summer, he would take me over to his neighbor's house, and his neighbor had this huge rock collection, like his whole garage is just 
containers and containers of rocks. He would go out to the desert and to the the the, the mountains and the mesas and things like that, and just find these incredible rocks. And every time I went, he would give me a handful of rocks, and I just thought it was absolutely incredible. You know, and, and so I, I did what every typical kid did. I had a rock tumbler, and I would listen to that crazy noise out in the garage, just tumble, 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 wait weeks and weeks and weeks for it to get there. And I think that's really what I'm after this year, understanding that this process is going to take time. And I think I'm mentally in a place where I'm okay with that because I've come to the realization um, that I'm not the Aaron Maurer of the, of, of the 20s and the early 30s. Like, I am here at a different phase of life. Um, you know, and so I'll, I'll link, uh, well, you know what, I'll link a picture of, of the rock collection. Why not? And I'm also going to link the video of Steve Jobs talking about the rock tumbler with agitation because it's, it's a really good one to think about. Um, and so I'm trying to do these things. So how am I going to go about doing that? Um, and so I'm going to follow the structure that I used last year. So my word is rock tumbler, and everything is grounded in this constant idea of um, aggregation marginal gains, just kind of like trying to get a, to be a polished rock, and that's that's my goal. I'm kind of trying to monitor, here I am, and this, this rock that was discovered, and where am I going to be by the end of 2020? Um, and so I have created four categories, four themes, um, four other words, so to speak, that are going to help hold me accountable. And this is what I did last year with Essential, and it really, really helped me compartmentalize and categorize um, habits I'm trying to develop, things I'm trying to study and research and, and apply, and it worked out really well. And so as we think about this, I can't help but, but think of the quote from Les Brown. And I, I, I read this quote. I actually, at this point in time, have, have made it one of the wallpapers for my computer. So last year with Essential, I had a, a graphic I created. So the word Essential and the, this image that reminded me of what was Essential was on the wallpaper of every single device I owned. And, and right now, I have uh, two quotes that are on my wallpapers as I'm shifting over to this idea of rock tumbler. And the one is from Les Brown. If you haven't read or seen any of his work, you need to. Incredible speaker, um, incredible insights on things. But the, the quote from him is, The graveyard is the richest place on earth because it's here that you will find all the hopes and dreams that were never fulfilled, the books that were never written, the songs that were never sung, the inventions that were never shared, the cures that were never discovered, all because someone was too afraid to take that first step keep with the problem or determined to carry out their dream. And so as I think about that, I don't want to be expensive real estate in a cemetery. And so the first theme that I'm focusing on, the first word to make sure my rock tumbler stays in, in, in good condition throughout the year is reset. And for me, I'm really working here the first three months of the year to get back to ground zero on things. Um, and, and so here are some things of what I'm planning on doing. I don't have it all mapped out, but here's what I'm focusing on, at least in January. And these are the things I'm going to be sharing out throughout the year so you can kind of see how things are going. Um, the first one, I'm, I'm, I'm looking digitally, and I'm looking at email. And I'm, my goal is to delete them all. I have used email for years as a, a storage device, a a you know, basically an external hard drive, so to speak. And I want to start 220 fresh. So I've actually gone through and deleted all emails out of my inbox. 
and my philosophy is if it's really important, people will email me again. And maybe that's not a smart choice, but it is what I it is what it is. I want to start on a clean slate. So I went through all my emails. I have five different emails and cleared them all out. Um, and so it, it's time to stop treating emails, a storage container that overfills too quickly, leading to stress each time I open up my inbox. And so I've cleared it out. And now I'm actually working through a next step of going through all the folders and things that I've created and, and trying to eliminate all of those that I don't need and keep getting back to just the, the essentials. I'm also looking at my Feedly account. And that is my RSS reader where I get all my documents and, and deleting and manually re-entering all the ones. So I follow many blogs and websites and, and I've deleted every single one that I followed. And I'm going to manually recreate this, this again and I'll share that with you. Uh, my Google Keep, clearing out every single note, getting that blank, unsubscribing for emails. Um, and I'm using Evernote as my foundation for everything this year. I've used it before, then I kind of got away with it and dabbled in all these different types of tools. And now I've got stuff spread out everywhere, which is the reason for reset. Um, and I'm going to use Evernote. But to do that, I'm clearing out so many folders and notes that are unnecessary. I've already deleted thousands of them, and I'm going to really, really get that down and purge it so I have a successful 2020. And then eventually, this is not going to happen in January because that's already a lot to do. Uh, I'm going to go through my social media and I'm going to go through and begin to unfollow and, and remove all the things that um, don't bring me either good learning opportunities or make me judge myself in critical ways. So that's going to take a long time. And finally, I have a one-tab addiction problem. All my devices have. I worked on this last year and I got rid of easily about 7,000 tabs but I still got probably about another 7,000 to go so trying to get one tab all the way down to zero and then stop using it so just resetting um, my, my plate back to ground zero um, and I've got things on, on reset as well in terms of like my, my, my health and my, my those types of things which I'll dive into in some of these other words but I think for reset is really just getting rid of a lot of it the other theme that I'm focusing on is is maintenance. This is the second word, the second theme that I'm going to be kind of navigating through. And I can't think of a, a better quote to keep me focused on maintenance than from the book Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. Where Robert says the place to improve the world is first in one's own heart and head and hands. And then work outward from there. And so I've already dabbled in this in terms of maintenance. I've, I've redesigned my newsletter. I think it's a better structure and better format. I lost a lot of subscribers this past year, maybe because the content sucked. Uh, maybe it was too much, too busy. I, I, I don't really know what it is, but the content is obviously not connecting with people because I keep losing them. Um, and so I don't want to create a newsletter that's just one more burden in the inbox. Um, I want it to be of high quality. So I've, I've structured something here right before the end of the new year to see how it went. I think it looks good, but, you know, I've already lost three people. So, um, you know, i, I got to keep working on maintaining this newsletter to get it back to a place where it's actually people are excited to see it come across their inbox. Um, and that's where I'll be sharing a lot of these types of ideas and strategies is within that newsletter. Um, and in the new letter, you know, I'm, I'm looking at how do I maintain things into a consistent habit and routine. So I'm moving it to only posting it every two weeks. Um, I'm looking at, I already said, the maintenance of reducing digital clutter. 
Um, and material clutter. I have done a ton of that the last two years. I've gotten rid of so much, um, and I'm, I'm going to continue. My goal is to, in my office, I have removed hundreds, maybe close to thousands of books by now. I've got it down to two big bookshelves, and my goal is to, at least by the end of the, end of the year, have one of them completely gone. The perfect goal is both of them gone. Um, and I'm going to read them and then make a decision whether if they're that monumental to keep, then they're going to go on a shelf that I'm going to design um, so I have actually like more floor space. And I want this office in my home to be true zen, minimal looking. Um, and so I still have a long way to go on that. And then health um, for my maintenance. And I have to take care of my health to get to a point of maintenance, but that that's definitely a, a place where I want to be. So that kind of leads me to my third theme, my third word that's going to help me with the rock tumbler concept, and that is the word appreciate. And I want to get back to appreciating what I have. And I think I did a really good job with that last year, and I need to continue with this idea of appreciating. But I'm going to take it a step further, because now that I already have this this habit kind of built in here of, of being home more, being present more, really just connecting things strongly to um, health, wealth, home, and work. Those are the four categories I had last year. Um, but I want to take it to this, that if I appreciate it, then I need to take care of it. And so with that being said, I gave myself a D- minus in health last year because... I would have given myself an F, but then I, I figured, that, well, if it's an F, then that means I'm dead. And so the health is going to be number one priority under this appreciate. Um, I need to understand that I need to be, that I'm fortunate to be healthy when I see so many people who are not as lucky as me. And so why am I not doing a better job taking care of my health, um, being blessed with what I've got? And so I'm testing out some different things, and I'll be sharing all that stuff in, in, in the future of, of what I'm striving for and how I'm trying to go about doing it. Um, taking a look at appreciating wealth we, my wife and I both have good jobs you know we're not millionaires but we're not struggling either and so focusing on that and focusing on, on, on more debt elimination again this year um, the home of you know being home more being present more and then upgrading parts of the house that my wife wants and then understanding that all this stuff does bring happiness and joy to everything um, and then work the balance of, of work hours keeping that in check not working 16 18 20 hours a day just because you feel the stress and burden um, but appreciating the job I have appreciating the people I work with um, and and just continuing to be appreciative of, of the, that I get to do a job that I truly truly love you know I'm making sure that I'm doing it to the best of my ability and then finally, the last theme, the fourth theme. So we have reset, we have maintenance, we have appreciate. Um, and then the last one I have, the last word, the theme is streamline. And so what I'm trying to do here in this, and I've already started this process, I can't wait to share some of the things with you, is, is, is moving everything into a cohesive like ecosystem. Um, and all the things in my life, I, I, I just feel scattered. And I think when I feel scattered, I get stressed. And that's when I kind of like freeze up and I don't get the things done. And this idea of multitasking, I click here, I go here, I do this, I walk over here, I grab that, I go to this app and I go to this document, you know, and it's just, it's not working. Like it's just a hodgepodge mess. And so as I'm looking at resetting and maintaining, I'm also looking at streamlining. So one of these things with streamlining is taking my phone and my motto for my phone this year is to change it from a device of distraction to a device of intention. Now, I'll be sharing more about that as I figure it out. I need to create better workflows. 
Um, and so I'm going to be sharing my videos and my app testing, my journey on how do I create better workflows where I'm not having a note here and a document here and a piece of paper here. Um, making all that stuff where it's streamlined so saving time even if I'm saving seconds but seconds over the course of a year leads up to hours and hours and hours that I could be using for other things to make my life better so looking at digital cleaning up my whole entire website decluttering it eliminating the unnecessary the way I'm sharing and the physical you know the idea of that less stuff means less mess which means less cleaning which means less stress so less 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 and I've already talked about reducing the, the bookshelf um, and just going back and eliminating all the files on my computers and these boxes of my teaching career just really really trying to get down to what are the bare bones essentials like I'm really trying to shrink all that you know looking at my wardrobe just everything in my life continuing to get down to just only what I need um, it's a hard journey but man it really pays off I've seen the payoff already the last couple of years and I know that I'm getting to a point where it's going to be much more difficult so there you have it you know, I am this, this rough-looking, dusty-looking rock that just got tossed into the rock, rock tumbler. You know, we got, we got the water. We got the first kind of agitation mix ready to go, and I'm getting ready to hit power on this. And so as we think about going forward, I hope that you have a word or a theme or a resolution or if you have a goal, whatever it might be. But more importantly, you know, as, I, as I'm reading um, – Atomic Habits again, and I'm reading The Happiness Advantage, and I'm reading The Bullet Journal Method. One of the things that keeps permeating through all this is, is whether you're creating goals or not, what we need to be thinking about is, is creating systems so that the habits start to form and you actually have a structure to making those things hold yourself accountable. And I think that's really important. So next steps here for you and for me. I would love to hear from you. Share. Let me know what you're thinking. How does this resonate with you? You know, pushback, all those good things. Um, in, in future podcast episodes and videos, I'm, I'm going to be sharing out the, the tools, the structures, the, the things I'm doing, um, testing out in 2020 to make this journey successful. As of now, I know these are the ones that aren't going to change for me personally. Um, and so I'm going to lay these out now and I'm going to follow up with how they're coming along, you know, at the end of each kind of month. I think how will be good, a little four week checkup on here we are. Um, I'm going to be making a video here later soon on how I'm using the Clear Habit Journal by James Clear as a bullet journal. So I've mapped out um, the beginning part. Um, I, I love bullet journaling. Um, I've found things that work and don't work over the years, and I'm really off to a great start with that. Um, using Evernote as my kind of whole system operation for everything that I'm doing, and then working on decluttering uh, my book collection, reading actually the books that I need to read, getting rid of the ones that don't gravitate, and then starting to use Kindle in the library more. Um, and then what I'm experimenting with, and maybe this is where you can share, is I'm, I'm trying to find the apps or tools that help for um, weight and exercise and meditation. These are the two things that um, I'm, I'm dabbling with quite a few right now, trying to figure out what's going to work for me, but I would love any insights you have. So um, in the next episode of this, I will share out anyone who leaves a comment, question, tip, idea, and we'll follow up with that. And you know, you be you. 
I, I, I keep seeing all these amazing words of my friends on social media and the things they're going after, and I'm so excited. The key is we all hold each other accountable. So I'm asking you to hold me accountable. In return, I'll work and do my best to hold you accountable. And so there it is, my word for 2020, rock tumbler, with my four themes to make sure the rocks keep a tumbling, appreciate, streamline, maintenance, and reset. So... Please share your thoughts and ideas. This is just a start um, to not just making a passive podcast, but one element of a powerful community. Make sure you head to coffeeforthebrain.com backslash 112. Go to the show notes for all the links and everything mentioned in this episode, and then leave a comment. Email me. Jump on the Flipgrid. However you want to respond, I would love to hear from you. And... If you haven't already caught the previous podcast, episode 111, we just did our first roundtable discussion on the book, Happiness Advantage, a very honest, vulnerable, powerful conversation. We're going to be continuing to have at least one, if not two more conversations on that book, and then getting ready for Atomic Habits by James Clear in February. So if you're interested in joining me for that roundtable discussion on, on either one of those books or any of the others, check the link in the show notes. We have all the books listed for the year. I would love to have you come on the show and just talk with me about the book and the ideas and, and how we're making it all happen. And last but not least, you know, I hate to ask. Everybody says it in every podcast, but I'm going to do it anyways. I'd be grateful if you rate my podcast on iTunes. I love to have people come across it, right? The more visibility we have, the better. So those ratings do matter as much as we don't think they do. Um, they play a huge role. So this would help people who have never heard of this podcast discover it. And if you do enjoy it, share it. Let your friends know. Take a screenshot. Let people know you're listening to it. I'd really appreciate it. Well, that's it for this episode of Living on the Edge of Chaos podcast. Stay awesome, my friends, and keep pushing the boundaries of what you are capable of achieving. Now it's time to get a tumbling and a rockin' and a rollin'.